Last year, on Torchlit Tavern, Ogram escaped from the North Pole Tower and a narrow brush with the man himself, Santa Claus, one of the high fairy lords of Solstmas. It's been a full year, and now he sees himself with a couple of new allies sitting around a table talking to... What's the fuck's your character's name? I always want to say Gary, <laughs> but it's not just Gary. It's Gary. Is it Gary? Yeah. It's Currently. just spelled stupid. Okay. I think. I don't <laughs> Talk- remember. It's Gary <laughs> Talking now. to Gary, and you're with a couple of new mercenaries that are on your team, and Gary is giving you a debrief for a mission that you just accomplished. Bitch, take it away. Congratulations, Ogram. So you say you've finished the job. You've put down the fat bastard. So tell me, what happened? How did it start? The operation, step by step. I need to know all the details. Well, I guess it began after I jumped through the bag. So your point of entry was the bag? Yes. And then what happened? Well, that's where things... <laughs> so, Ogram, as you pop from the bag leading this attack, you're in the middle of a dense woodland area, and he's mushing his reindeer through the snow, and you pop out, ready for action. What did you do? Dear Ogram would start with hitting him with the... Actually, hitting him with a witch bolt right out the gate. Okay. Yeah. Opening move on witch bolt. That's interesting. Not how I would have done it. Uh, it hits. It strikes him and just lights him up. His hair singes. It burns. It scalps. But he's the Santa Claus. And it doesn't exactly slow him down. He turns on you, even though you're lighting him up with this energy. Back to the debriefing room. So, you come out of the bag in the woodlands. Were you in the mortal plane? It would appear as such. So you hit him with the witch bolt. And then what? Who was next? You. What did you do? Bushquark. <laughs> cutting, ba- oh, no. cutting back what? to the action. <laughs> uh, you pop up next to him. Uh, by the time you come out of the bag, you see that Santa Claus has just... He is, com- he is singed. He is smoking. But he has grabbed Ogram and is lifting him up off the ground. Ogram seems to be squirming out of his grip, and he doesn't see you popping up from underneath him on the left. What did uh, Squawk do? So, Squawk is a half-chicken kanku with mm-hmm. this little dumb little hat the chickens have slicked back. I own one of those chickens. It's called a coxcomb. Mm, thank you. And he pops out this little bird person with a long sword in hand. Spots uh, old Saint Prick, uh, pushes his coxcomb back, and <laughs> jumps at him to stab him. Okay, uh, roll me that attack roll. A direct physical attack. Simple, but often effective. Not as elegant as something I would have done. Uh, <laughs> so that's a uh, uh, two plus seven, so nine. <laughs> All right, so the swing uh, goes wide. Like, like it, 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 he, it seems to just glance off his thick fur coat. It still rattles him enough that his bulk shifts the entire sleigh, which goes into a bit of a slide. Uh, the, it, it crashes into a tree. Everybody gets shaken loose. 
everybody gets knocked prone. The sleigh is big enough that nobody falls off, and the reindeer keep careening, careening through the through the woods. Back to deep breathing. Bushqua. So you crashed the sleigh in the woods. Bushqua. Are you aware that this creature is a fae and the woods are its ideal habitat? Bushqua. I thought we had agreed that an urban scenario would be more effective. Alright. I didn't ask you for that lip, bird. Bushquawk. There's a reason your kind of species wasn't given lips. Bushquawk. Alright. We, we what took about the opportunity presented to us. What about the third one? What did you what was your role in this? We cut back to the action in the woods. The sleigh has a humongous gash in it. The reindeer have kind of gone splayed, but they're getting their feet back underneath them and they're taking off again. Everybody is prone as uh, as a gnome finally pops out of the bag. Directly in front of you is everybody prone. Santa looking up as you as you leap out. What did what happened next? Well, I uh, you see, I took out my crossbow and I fired at him. So you didn't have your crossbow ready when you exited the bag. You, you entered the engagement unarmed. Foolish move. But how did that play? That is a 16 plus 4 to hit. Okay. The bolt takes Santa Claus full on, who is prone, right in the side of his neck. He's large, though, and it doesn't seem to stop him as he starts to get up and stomps hard on the bag, cutting off any more egress for any more attackers. He then grabs the reins with one arm and pulls from his belt a stone and casts a spell that causes you all to be briefly blinded. Whoa! Ah, the northern blinding stone. Yes. Did you not review his armaments before you engaged? Of course. What happened next? I didn't read the paper, I just took- I I just needed the money, okay? What- what was next in the operation? Obviously you didn't die, so that went well enough. You said you killed him, right? Ogram, he did die. How did it happen? Well, I may have been blinded. I still had my witch bolt on him. So I sent another furious charge through it. Not very creative. Creative isn't as necessary as effective. Effective, maybe, but art is what defines a craftsman. This witch bolt goes through Santa Claus, and as your vision kind of comes back through, you... like you said, you still had that spell going, which means that you didn't need to do anything other than feed power. And you feed so much power that you hear, like, an explosion almost. And you feel the weight shift on the sleigh, and you realize that whatever must have happened must have blown him off the sleigh. So you think that simply dismounting the fat man killed him? Squawk. You confirmed his death, yes? Uh. As you guys come back to vision, you don't see him. One of you does, though. Squawk, roll perception. Thirteen. You realize that he's not in front of you, and Squawk is somebody who understands that people attack from above. In his dreams, anyway, because he can't fly. But he looks up, and Santa is in a tree limb, looking down at the lot of you. He glares down with his coal black eyes and his beard all full of snow, and it seems that he's going to come down with all the fury... And then the tree limb snaps, and he falls, and he lands heavily in the sleigh, causing you all to be kicked off into the air. You land in a crash and a thump next to the sack amongst each other. As the sleigh barrels away, you see that 
seven of the reindeer lie fried, detached from the reins, and only one reindeer drags what's left of the sleigh away from you all. Before you can become prone, there's nothing you can do. But as you watch, you don't see Santa moving. You, su- you believe that this might have been success. So what you're telling me is you didn't kill the claws. But, but through the side effects of your failure, the claws is dead. I think he, he might have might have broken his neck in the fall, maybe. And you left no survivors. But, uh, what I'm telling you is that what we did is cause the causes of action that led to his death. Led to his death. And you left no survivors. There were no elves. There were no humes. No orcs. No sentients. Survivors. I I don't believe there were any survivors unless you count the single reindeer that drugged the sleigh. Reindeer. Survivors. Fade to black. A swirl of snow takes the screen. An over-large and brightly covered sleigh is sliding sideways across an icy path through dark woods. At its head, in a panicked run, is one lone reindeer digging its hooves, pulling the sleigh into a straight run, breaking the tree line. We pan away, and up, showing a bleak, frozen, flat landscape ahead, broken only by a group of simple shelters, huddled close together as if for warmth. A group of winter fae take flanking positions as the reindeer and its burden come into view of their base. One fairy runs forward in an attempt to catch its reins, quickly subduing the large beast, disconnecting it and pulling it toward a large barn structure around the back. Well, the good news for you is that the job is not done. The other good news for you That's good news? Usually it's bad news. Yes. No, that's good news. Usually I'd be getting fired now. Gary pulls out a wand of disintegration and sets it on the top of the bench. Because if you had done the job right... I would have disintegrated all of us in this room. You cannot simply kill the claws. The claws does not simply cease to exist. It is a more powerful thing than that. Then why are you sending us to kill him? Because it must die. Which is why Krampus had me here to finish the job when you had returned with the claws. Fortunately for you, something went wrong. We have tracked the claws, and it is not in this room. So you were counting on us failing, is what you're saying. I was counting on you succeeding, and then I was going to disintegrate you. The claws takes over the nearest sentient creature. Oh no. What? What? What is it that you're saying? If you had done the job right, one of you would have brought the claws back within you, and I would have eradicated us all. So the good news is... You fucked up your job. The bad news is, you all signed a fae pact, and now you have to go finish it. Agram pulls out his book, and then begins. There is no eye in freeze. And he closes his book. We have prepared transportation for you, and you will be sent to the reindeer outpost. Discern what has occurred there. Finish the job. So are we still making the same amount of money now that we're going on a second job? Money. No. This is the first job. You never completed it. The clause lives. This is a second location, you see. I'm going to need more paper if you want me to continue the job. You don't just change the terms in the middle of the job. 
Right. The job was you end the clause. Right. The clause has not been ended. I guess you could say that's the Christmas clause of the pact. God damn and it. that's when I reveal that <laughs> today the that today's Soulsmith mashup is Torchlit Taverns. The clause. Oh god. Oh no. <laughs> the thing clause. No. Oh no. <laughs> So hold on. Squawk's not making it. <laughs> Just no, no one is making it. Anyway, so that's my dumb idea. So let's go ahead and introduce ourselves. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Torchlit Tavern. It's the solstice season that we like to celebrate around here. I am a sick, twisted individual who wants to mash up a movie about wholesome family values and the love of Santa Claus. It's debatable. With The Thing, thing, a movie about secluding yourself from other human beings so that they all don't catch some horrible alien disease that might kill them and everyone they know. I feel like it was really accurate for this Christmas season. In fairness, and if you're worrying about the state paranoia. of our lovely DM, and if you've heard our other seasonal episodes, it, I, I came up with the idea. He's okay. It, it was true. me. It's normal. Hey, hey, I uh, learned a lot of groundwork, but you did you did bring it all together in that nice little nugget that I was looking for. Hey, I Thank you so thing, much, Mitch. So. That's why he he was doing the debriefing because he he knew what's up. Um, it's very good. Yeah, to my left. Uh, two, his left is one of the players that was not aware what movies we were playing into going into this. <laughs> and is Have the fun. really just coming to terms with the death of Squawk already. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm, it's Randall playing Box Brother Squawk here to finish the job. Uh, God, I'm so fucked. And to my <laughs> left. Hey, everybody, it's Ryan, and I am currently playing a uh, a rock gnome artificer and uh just trying to i gonna con- kill a bunch of santa clauses i guess <laughs> to my left is it me it'd be you it'd be me unfortunately hello everyone welcome back to Torchlit tavern it's been a minute since i've been here hope you all have been enjoying the uh, main show i don't listen to that crap so i don't know how it's been going but hopefully it's going all right i'm it's mitch monster. i played the lovable old man bruce until his appropriate and fitting end and today i have debuted as gary the sarcastic debriefer from our previous christmas episode and i will be playing another character once we receive on site but those details are clandestine and on a need to know basis to my left Uh, it feels weird to be back in this rotation (laughs) uh once again it's your boy jeff today not gracing you as some Gentleman skeleton or some shit like that. Uh, Jellyman skeleton. Fair enough. But today, I will be joining you once again as Ogrum, a shifter, fate packed warlock who is uh, the real life of the party. Let me tell you. Let me tell you. He's uh, the life of the party. <laughs> so, anyways, let's crack into some tavern keeping, why don't we? Oh, I, Squawk can do this one. 
Oh yeah, is he gonna go? Because if so, you're gonna do it for him. Do you kiss your mother with that mouth? <laughs> not, not on the mouth. Anyways, um, what? What? That was a question. <laughs> that was a question for you. Where is this going? Where are you going? Anyways, um. God damn it, Mitch. <laughs> so thank you again, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in and joining us for this wonderful Mitch, I do music ride. for the show. You don't have to do this. <laughs> it's like we have a cl- our own Clint McElroy. <laughs> Man. Uh, thank you for joining us on these wild, wacky adventures. This, is, of course, is our, our holiday seasonal episode, so we just love to have a little fun with these and, you know, kill Santa Claus or something. Yeah. But- so, like, I guess warning to your kids. <laughs> warning to your kids. It may be a little late for that warning. Anyways. Yeah. Did they kill so, Santa? Not yet. But we will. <laughs> anyway. No, they won't. A few times, probably. <laughs> probably. Probably. If he doesn't kill you first. <laughs> so, with all that being said, uh, we we love you. We love your faces. We love your, your, your beautiful complexions. And we would love it if you interacted with us more often. So, to facilitate that, we have many of these, I think they call them websites? That we're somehow linked up to that allows us to be able to do that. Uh, according to my records, we have something called a Facebook. Can you tell them what that is? Uh, it's at facebook.com slash Torchlit Tavern. Hmm. And we may also have something referred to as a a Twitter. Yes, that is at Torchlit Tavern. Hmm. Uh, there's a there's a more recent note here. Is this an Instagram? What's that about? That's also at Torchlit Tavern. Huh. Well, and if you're on all of those things, the newest things that the kids is doing is the hashtag. Tell them what the hashtag is. Basquak. It is not Basquak. Def- it is it definitely is uh, hashtag Torchlit Tavern. He said it right. Basquak. Yeah. Don't you don't you speak squawk? Or no. hashtag squawker if you're nasty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you got a weird accent on it, but we'll let it. Yeah, that makes sense. It's not his. It's not his native language. Don't shame uh, him. You know, he tried. Oh my God. <laughs> At least he tried, right? You know, that's you know what, how that's many other people are know. you mocking his idiot? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows what we're talking about. All right, <laughs> and uh, I, I just want to say real quick, um, a real thank you for everyone who's supporting us on Patreon. I was going to as a gift for all of our subscribers because it's the solstice season and i know that this year has been really rough i'm just gonna go ahead and turn off next month's billing cycle just one month because we appreciate your money and i and i'm gonna take it from you but this month is christmas and you do not need to give us anything and honestly here's a reminder if you have that set for auto renew and you can't afford it right now turn it off it'll be the next one if you do if you already got billed this month it will be the next one but the point is we really appreciate you. Consider it this tiny gift of giving, you know, not taking your money as a gift, I guess. But we appreciate you. Um, honestly, if you really want to support us and you feel like I shouldn't do this, go and rate us. It helps us way more than you understand, way more than you know, way more than I understand. Go out there, find a podcasting app like Apple Podcasts or uh, Spotify doesn't do reviews, Podbean. It doesn't matter which one. Give us a good review. Give us five stars. Also... Shout out to all the people who gave us ratings on Facebook. I appreciate them so much. Could you copy and paste them and put them into a podcasting 
rating because those help. The Facebook ones are dope. They're great testimonials, but nobody it doesn't ra- uh, raise our analytics. Please, I'm asking you, uh, help us with that. It would be tremendous. Every rating is a humongous boon. And uh, I, I just haven't driven that point home lately. And, I, and that's it. Thank you. Thank you guys again for everything you do. You don't have to, but it, it helps. We like boons. Absolutely. Boons. I'm playing a lot we of Hades. Them. I need some boons. <laughs> Love those boons. Absolutely. It helps a ton to rate us. Uh, the, the analytics are important. Uh, and I, and I want to stress on the other side of that, since he, since our, 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 our wonderful leader here has, has hit so hard on the rate point, which needs to be hit. It I does. want to stress on the other side, share us, share us with your friends and family, put the, put the episodes up on your, on your, on your Facebook or your Twitter or whatever, do your thing, put us out there to the world and let people know that you like us because just doing that could also help us get bigger. And then it allows you to be able to talk about what you've been listening to with another person. And that's always nice. <laughs> There's nothing better than sharing your love of something with someone else. You can get else. in trouble like Jay when he accidentally spoils Mandalorian for his friends. Exactly. You could spoil us. For your friends. Yes. Uh, but in closing, in summation, I guess we're just going to leave the Patreon link out because, eh, why not? Patreon.com slash Archer Tavern. It's ah, the same. It is. It's, it we're real back. fucking easy. Yeah. So easy. In summation, we love who you are and the fact that you're here. And we want you to know from the bottom of our coal black hearts that we appreciate you. And we're here with you. So have a, a good holiday season. Have a great end of the year because it's been a real roughin. And a happy solstice. And remember, Torchlit Tavern is not intended for internal use. Now let's crack into it. Diving back into our show, you guys get teleported uh, by the Krampus's agents. Uh, Gary leaves you guys uh, and just sends you through this magical portal. You guys show up at the edge. Do it fucking right this time. You guys show up at the edge of this very empty field of snow. And off in the distance, you see a cluster of buildings. How do you approach? And, like, heads up, your characters don't know. (laughs) Just so, (laughs) just just a reminder. What my character does know is that supposedly Santa Claus is in here. Yes. So, what I'm going to do is roll stealth. Badly. I'm gonna gonna burn a luck, that's how badly that was. I I crit on my stealth. Okay. (laughs) So, I see Augur about to hide, I'm like, <laughs> nice. What color? Okay. What color is Squawk? <laughs> He's a half chicken. What, what color? What kind? Uh, Let me tell you, I got five flavors of chicken in my yard. They all uh, have, they all have different colors. Yeah. yeah. He's probably got darker plumage with a okay. red cock comb. On all right. Top of his he head. a fancy chicken. You, you see him rolling in the snow, turning like stark white as he nat twenties his stealth roll, and like he just covers himself in snow and rolls around, rolls through the hills like a snowball. Uh, he could be, he could be a Rhode Island rock, I believe. They're uh, white feather with black speckle. Oh, perfect. <laughs> uh, I rolled a I rolled a thirteen, so the the second roll wasn't much better. But I also have the ability whenever I stop in shadows to just completely disappear. So there are. No shadows uh, out here. It, it is daylight. It's daytime. The, by the time the this happens, the dawn north. is broken. 
I mean, daytime still has shadows. I don't know what you're fucking talking about. It does. About. If there if there was anything not to hide but the only thing north. casting a shadow is the tree line, which you're breaking, and the buildings, which you're heading towards. So at the moment, that's not going to help you. Right. Ryan. 13, I'm still. I'm By the way, what's Ryan's character's name? My character's name, there aren't, tr- trucks aren't a thing, so my character's name is Dump Wagon. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Dump wagon. I love, I love every single Christmas episode we ever record. <laughs> All right. I just want to give thanks and, this uh, holiday season for the dump wagon of a gnome I'm that's an, on our show. I'm an ornery rock gnome, and I'm not gonna stealth, and I'm just gonna fucking walk forward. Okay. I, ca- I cannot. I cannot move forward without saying, "Dumps like a wagon, wagon, wagon." <laughs> <laughs> yes. All night Don't long. So you guys, uh, do you stick together as you stealth in, and he goes forward, or do you like do you swing to the left? Do you separate as you guys come to this this place? Uh, I separate I will, a little. I will, I will swing around a corner, but I'm not like specifically trying to be sneaky about it. I'm like, just like I said, it's not like you can hide. If you if you yeah. if you're stealthing, it just kind of means that you're moving a long way to the sides we to are, try to we not are, be seen we're we're walking through snow that'll do but, as much as it can to hide my the sound of me walking. I have taken it at that and I am going forward. So there's a snow drift. He just heads straight through it. If anybody sees anything, they're going to focus on the gnome. You guys swing left and right, correct? Uh, uh, no. Uh, Squawk, uh, seeing this gnome just not give a fuck and not wanting him to go alone, uh, embodies his uh, Hexblade patron, the land shark, and dives into the snow and crawls underneath what? it next to him. <laughs> what? <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> is this just hold on is there an ability in the hexblade that i'm unaware about or is this just nope. goofy flavor this is me <laughs> perfect all right you've never so heard of you, the land shark the so great with your nat 20 stealth so with your nat 20 stealth you're just tunneling through the snow behind the gnome got it perfect. and there's a there's a tiny dagger poking above the snow to create a fin i hate it perfect <laughs> uh Agram, you swing left uh it's not a great stealth check but with them kind of dis- uh with the gnome distraction it, it might work yeah. as you guys pull up uh, you hear a lot of arguing coming from this camp. Uh, you guys don't need to roll stealth. These people are being very loud. You hear a series of elven and gnomish voices. And, um, and, uh, it doesn't seem that anybody notices you too soon, but about 50 yards, 100 feet from the camp, they do notice Dump Wagon. God, that's gonna make me go. Just, uh, I'm gonna go ahead. Let me, uh, let me share this map for y'all in the... I don't let I don't know if be, I don't know if anyone cares, but dump wagon is one word and it's intercapped. It's what? It's one word and it's intercapped. Capital D, capital W. Yes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. It's important to me. As you guys stroll into the camp, you see standing around, uh, what looks like two elves, a few gnomes. Or red caps. It's hard to tell at this distance. You see a dwarf uh, or two and a human. And they're all just sort of yelling at each other and complaining. And as you guys kind of, as as, uh, Dump Wagon (laughs) comes into sight, they all all brandish uh, weapons. Uh, A couple of them have bows, crossbows. And they they ask, who is it? Who's there? Uh, hey, uh, it's, uh, me. I'm just kind of lost out here. I don't know if any of you can maybe help me out. 
Uh, you hear you, there's some 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 whispering. Uh, roll perception, squawk, and and dump wagon as Agram kind of takes position around the side. Five. <laughs> Dirty twenty. You hear nothing I'm, through I'm, the snow. I'm, I'm, I'm buried in snow. <laughs> yeah, you hear nothing through the snow. All you hear faintly in the distance is this under the snow. Doo doo. Uh, okay. <laughs> Dump wagon, what'd you roll? <laughs> I wish I didn't have to hear that. <laughs> uh, per se- uh, 17 plus 3, a dirty 20. Okay, you, you hear them whispering, maybe they know what happened to the claws. Maybe maybe they, maybe they know what happened to them. Um, and you guys, you see behind them is the sleigh, which is just parked in the middle of the thing. It's got all the damage. Laying across it is a coat which you see one of the guys uh, is kind of going through the sleigh stuff. You see no sign of the reindeer, and uh, and, that, and they all are still looking at you with suspicion. Go ahead and roll me a persuasion check to see if you can assuage them being just a lowly gnome out here in the snow. Uh, that is a four minus one. Okay. They brandish their weapons even harder, and harder some of them day. move forward. Hey, you armed? The fin sinks underneath. I mean, yeah, but, but who, who isn't in, in these days, you know? Give us your weapons. We don't trust you. I mean, really? I don't. I don't really know any of you. I don't. I don't really feel comfortable. I don't think. Yeah, well, you just came up on our base, and we don't know you, so you're outnumbered. Well, I mean, Unless you want there to be a problem, I mean, maybe you should give up your weapons, and then we can talk about trust. I mean, if you the fuck is Mullion? You guys just like if you guys think it's not quite Mullion. He's a little liar. Fuck off. It's actually a little bit more Canton. Rip Canton. <laughs> I mean, I guess uh, I guess I could be doing that if you guys are willing to help me out and just kind of, it's just cold out here, okay? I see, I see there's a coat over there. Can I wear that coat? No. And then you hear one of the guys thump the other dude in the chest. It's like, I mean, come on, man. He seems all right. And we all tried on the coat. I mean, look at me. I could probably wear the coat five times over. Just let me, just let me wear the coat. You can okay, have my I mean, weapons. Let's... Just let me, it's cold. The the one who seems super friendly goes to get the coat, and he brings it over to you all happy. Uh, a couple of the dudes try to stop him. Um, he tries to hand you the coat. Do you want to try to snatch it from him before they, they grab him and yank him back? Absolutely. Ogrim, what do you do uh, as you're coming around the side? Also, Bach, do you want, or Squawk? Yeah, some of you, please get into, like, position or something, How because I am a great distraction you? right now. <laughs> Squawk. I'm sorry. Ogrim first, and then we'll ask, uh, like, if Squawk wants to do something, cast a spell, whatever. What are you guys trying to do? So I'm I'm moving around to kind of come up behind them as best I can, and um, as as soon as I can see the, the the sort of scene from from a point of view that's relatively unseen. Shake the scene, you turkeys! I will. Uh, I assume I didn't get my big bag of tricks. Uh, no, that was lit on fire. You you, you a lot of it is lost, um, but it has been. A year. Now, I made a huge mistake last time. So I will put, if you want to pull something from your bag of tricks, ask me, and I'll okay it at the time. But for the most part, you have it. But if, if it's, we're, we're going to just have a quick, like, and it, it's going to be no no argument, just be like, no, you, you can't. Okay. okay. That's fair. <laughs> I want to give you your bag of tricks, but I, I want to put a le- like a, a cap on some stuff but I don't really know what you can pull because I didn't want to go through the whole equipment guide yes. so yeah you got it more or less okay okay so I'm going to try to search through my big bag of tricks that I my new big bag of tricks okay and pull out a tangler grenade okay cool and I'm 
All up. I'm going to ready the tangler grenade for when as many of those little fuckers are grouped in 10 feet as literally possible. They're very grouped right now, immediately. The moment you come around, you kind of see this interaction with Dump Wagon. You set up around these barrels on the map. Uh, you come around, basically, I'm going to put you on the between Ramble's shack here and the support building, which is to the southeast. Every the, your, your friends have come in to the southwest, and uh, as they move around the tool shed and meet everybody in front of this sleigh, you're coming around by these barrels and what I have labeled as the support building. Okay. Oh, it's also of note that I have 100% just stolen and recreated the map that the lovely John Carpenter made when mm-hmm. he made this movie, because he had a lot of maps. Fantastic. And that was easy and fun. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to take the Tangler grenade. I ready for, I ready for when as many of those little fuckers are grouped in 10 feet as possible and they're small. So it should, okay, perfect. They're, they're not small. Like some of them are gnomes, but like a majority of them are medium sized creatures, but yeah, they're there. They're there. You can get at least three, four, five, depending on how you throw it. Like I'll, I'll just kind of roll a handful of checks. You Philippe a is a 5'10 human, all right? I guess my question to He's you is tall. more like, well, who do you prioritize than anything? Um, the more powerful looking ones. Okay. You see you see a guy, There's there's you see an orc, you see a dwarf, you see two dwarves, you see an orc, you see a couple gnomes, and two elves. Okay. In the bunch. Um, that's all that's out here anyway. There's... Um, but the dwarves, the orcs, they look pretty uh, capable. Also, the halfling holds himself well. Okay. The elves don't really strike you as stereotypically impressive. Uh, and the gnome, one of the gnomes seems to carry himself well. The other one's not so much. Okay. So I'm just going to try to try to disable as big a group of, of powerful fighters or potentially troublesome fighters. I'm assuming I'm rolling. As possible. Yeah. So... Uh, as an action, I can throw the Tangler Grenade at a point up to 60 feet away. Each creature within 10 feet of the Shattered Tangler Grenade must succeed a di- DC 15 dex saving throw or be restrained by sticky white webs. Okay. Ew. So I'm going to say, what was the D- DC again? Sorry. 15 dex. 15 dex. Okay. Um. So before that happens, Squawk, what did you do from beneath the snow? If anything. My swear. Okay, that's cool. Randall, tell me what Squawk did. Oh, uh, <laughs> Squawk's just kind of waiting to see what uh, the wagon does. Okay, so you don't like... Because, I mean, you could cast a spell, you could prep if you think you're going Listen, into a fight. a land shark stalks its prey. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> Asked and answered. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> as Dump Wagon, what did you roll for your check? You didn't tell me what to roll. Uh, it's uh, just... You, I mean, I was just, it, I was just you, going up be, to grab it, yeah. Yeah, you're just going up to grab it. Basically, you're going to give me an opposed dex... Versus these other guys like Dex to snatch him away and stop him from giving you the, the coat. Three plus one. Okay. So the coat That's gets snatched out of your hand as a bag sails over everyone's head. Uh, three people are immediately just coated in this nasty glue. Um, and they get stuck to one another. Two of them reacting very quick. Uh, one of the gnomes and one of the elves just sort of dive out of the way. So as do I? Um, am I able to see this coming? Like his grenade? Yeah, you see it coming from just behind them. Am I allowed to act? If you'd like to. It's not going to hit you. Oh, I know. I want to okay. I want to act against the ones that are now stuck. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cause... I mean, actually roll initiative. Okay. You, you, you've initiated a combat, so... 18 plus 1, 19. Okay. 
20 plus 3, 23. That is 18. Okay. So it's going to be Ogrim gets to go immediately after throwing his bag, which makes sense. He yeah. knew he was kicking things off. For sure. So, Ogrim, what do you do next? Well, that's pretty simple. I'm going to cast the thing that can hit the most people at once. Okay. And that's going to be Arms of Hadar. Oh, God. Okay. So. An obvious maneuver, but a solid tactical choice. Yes. Uh, I'm going to pick the biggest. I'm going to pick the space in the biggest grouping. I've got 20 foot. I mean, that can hit everybody. Yeah. Uh, you, you, I'm going to say that the gnome who was trying to hand him... Actually, it's a 20-foot radius, coat, so it's actually a 40-foot diameter. It's huge. My point being is in order to not hit Squawk and your buddy, you'll have to not hit the gnome who tried to hand him a coat. That's the only thing I'm going to say. The only person who will avoid it. And that's just so that you don't hit your friends. <laughs> Agram doesn't consider them friends. Fuck. Okay. You know what's bad? I knew that was coming. I mean, Sam, so we're good. Yeah, and they don't consider me friends. That's fine. Do you hit everybody then? You can. Yeah. Squawk said squawk, first of all. <laughs> oh, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, to be fair, my squawk is a little, it's a little rusty, so. <laughs> How is that my fault? So what Nine save is that? The tactic of it's a dex. Hostiles. 15 Worthy again. Uh, risk of your okay. Fuck, that's a lot of rolls. Uh, you guys need to roll a dex save, I guess. Uh, I rolled 22. Uh, all the creatures in the area are fully blinded, also. Okay. 17. Uh, the land shark is known as a nipple. Oh, I'll give Squawk, uh, advantage on his save, just because he's already got this mountain of snow on his head. Oh, I rolled 22, I don't need it. Oh, okay, then don't worry about it. Um, he'll be immune to the blinding either way. Uh, so... They're blinded, or so you open a gateway to the darkness between the stars and the and the region of uh, infest and a region infested with unknown horrors. A twenty foot radius sphere of black blackness and bitter cold appears, centered on a point with ra- within range and lasting for the duration. This void is filled with a cacophony of soft whis- whispers and slurping noises that can be heard up to thirty feet away. No light or magic, no light, magical or otherwise, can illuminate the area, and creatures fully within the area are blinded. The void can creates a warp and fabric of time and space, and the area is difficult terrain. Any creature that starts its turn takes 2d6 cold damage in, uh, in the area. Uh, any creature that ends its turn in the area must succeed a dexterity saving throw or take 2d6 acid damage. So that's just that saving throw was for ending your turn. Oh, okay. So uh, I'll just leave those sitting there. Quick, for uh, quick, everything. quick, quick aside. When you describe this item or said its name. I did not expect that Eldritch grenade. I, <laughs> uh, I mean, it wasn't, it's not the grenade. He cast a spell on top of be- them being tangled just now. Uh, oh. That's Hunger of Hadar. Uh, so right after the coat and the explosion of glue, uh, just all around all of you, tent black, or describe them, I guess, but black tentacles essentially shoot out of the snow and start grabbing everybody. I mean, it starts starts with a globe of darkness, essentially. A huge globe of darkness. Okay. All right, so just everything goes black for everybody. Just above you, Squawk, you just see the sun go out. You're still in the snow. And you can see this darkness just sort of quickly infiltrates the snow, and you feel like you've just been covered over by an avalanche. And uh, anybody who starts their turn in it uh, will be taking 11 damage. What the fuck? Fuck, dude. <laughs> uh, 
I believe it was Randall or Squawk next, or was it? I rolled 18. I don't know if uh, it was 19. It was, I rolled 18 plus one. All right. So dump wagon. Yeah. Is dark, but yeah. your turn. And I'm apparently taking damage. Yeah. Uh, roll roll way... your deck save and take 2d6 damage, I guess. Like, I know we're okay with dying, but you don't have to try for it, Jeff. Right. <laughs> <laughs> On the upside, uh, if you if you fail your deck save, uh, you're, 18. you're only taking two more damage. Oh, well, there you <laughs> go. Oh, he rolled garbage. Yes. 18. So that deck save is technically for the end of your turn, so you're, okay. you okay. don't take any damage yet, but you yeah, do take you the 11, leave. unfortunately. The 11 sure. just happens. All right, yeah. Okay. Dump wagon, you're going to take 11 damage, and then what do you do? Okay, I'm going to back out of this fucking circle that's a, of darkness. That's a good idea. Yeah. It is difficult terrain. It is big. Okay. Yes, it is well, I, it is a 40-foot diameter, and I tried to center it as much on those the, the other guys as I could, so I don't know how much you're in so there. So how deep into it am I, Jay? How what? How you deep were right into it am I? Okay. You were on the edge. You could just take a five-foot step back and you're Okay, free. cool. I do that, and then... uh. Yeah. Nobody can see you, so there's no penalties. Yeah, uh, as I'm gonna go ahead and just take out a little uh, bottle, I guess, that I've got on on, on my pocket, and uh, hmm, it's a weird bottle because I kind of take the cork off and it just kind of sprays the fuck out, almost like okay. a water hose. And I do, and I cast Tasha's Caustic Brew on the circle of caught beings there. Okay, directly in front of you. What's the radius on that? That is or the is a thirty foot long line, and it's five feet wide. Oh, a line. Okay. Uh, I'll just give you like three dudes that are in the line. Uh, and yeah, and it's how five, much? It's five feet wide. Yeah. Okay. And that is a that is a deck save. A deck save. Yeah. Of what? Fourteen. Okay. What happens if they succeed? The creature covered in the acid takes two d four. That's all it says. So I'm assuming so I just missed. It sounds like if they say yeah, nothing. Yeah, I think nothing happens. So uh, you don't know. You fired into the darkness. You don't know what happened to them. Go ahead and roll damage just in case. But uh, You fired your icky goo into Jeff's deep black chasm, and you don't know what happened after that. You just got to wait nine months and see. Yeah, that's kind of how it goes. There's four poison damage. Or acid damage. Okay. To whoever it hits. Okay. Uh, Fucking... Squawk. Uh, you guys just hear screams coming from within, and it sounds like you must have hit something. Dump wagon. Squawk. What do you do? Yeah, Everything is dark. Yeah, I'm gonna take. Also, I would like to. Something is dripping from above you. I'd like to use the rest of my movement to just like take off at that point to hopefully around some building. Where would you like to head to? I would like to head left toward the tool shed. Okay, so you go around behind it. Yes. Okay. Uh, squawk. Squawk. Squawk takes the 11 damage which by the way is like a third of like our health oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> yeah i went from 33 to 22 <laughs> okay oh, so it's actually a third for him and close to a third on me okay jesus fuck um uh, squawk just I turns around I so good. Tell you, it's a real good damage roll uh you know what i can tell you is you didn't have to hit the one extra guy that you did that for <laughs> i mean obviously he did i gave him the option and he chose it which means it what must have been dick. very necessary <laughs> So Squawk just tunnels away because Slayer Shark ha- ate deal with the hunger of Hadar. So you just sort of head back through your tunnel away. Yeah. Okay. I Anything go. St- I go stop in the living room that Squawk made in the tunnels and okay. have a cup of cocoa. Really thinks about his life choices and his people that he's hanging with. Squawk. 
Yeah, so, yeah it's he, a shame. So Squawk taking that social distancing to the next level. Not even going to leave his house. Smart. Mm-hmm. Do you want to do anything else, or is that it? Uh, well, Squawk would probably contemplate existence with a simple Squawk and uh, sip on his cocoa with a few marshmallows in it. And uh, yeah, Very good. Squawk indeed, um, my friend. You guys hear screams coming from within the cloud. Uh, you don't know what's going on. Uh, three or four people go ahead and leap out, and I'm just going to go ahead and delete a few of my NPCs. <laughs> See, uh, we're going to kill off you. That sounds good. We're going to go ahead and kill off you, and uh, let's go ahead and murder you. So yeah, uh, about four people come out of the the, 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 the darkness, and before they can even figure out what happened or do anything... To be fair. You hear... To be fair. To be fair. It's difficult to, to rain. Be fair. So... And that's why only three or four of them okay. got out. I'm just checking. I don't know. It's a the, difficult to rain and it's a 40-foot thing, so I'm just... To be yeah. fair, they're dead. <laughs> <laughs> I was just checking. I was just checking. You know? I didn't know uh, yeah. how many were close to the edge. <laughs> to be fair. And I just wanted to be, to be sure fair, that that was clarified. It's the first five minutes. Let me have three NPCs. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I'm not, I, you know what? I'm not going to have an argument about that. I just was bringing it up. And before anything else can happen, there's a cry that rises up from somewhere inside the barracks. And a, and a very loud bellowing voice yells one sentence that you can clearly hear over the sound of dying men in the darkness. Get the flame spewer. And I guess the guys who are left... Just use whatever's left of their actions and movement to sort of run toward this side door, toward that sound. Because, one, they're terrified of you guys and whatever the hell's going down. Uh, and now a friend of theirs is yelling about something else going on. Uh, the other sounds of, that are there are also whispers, just so you know. <laughs> oh, yeah, just everything is horrifying. Congratulations for starting us off so well. Um, they run away, uh, Agram. Uh, most of them make it into that door. There's, like, one guy trailing behind with, like, a fucked up leg. Um, they go to the west into the side door of this main barracks-style building, and the, they leave the door open and just fucking run. There's only one dude still within eyesight by the end of the round. It's Agram's turn. There's a dude within eyesight? Yes. Oh, sucks to be that guy. Yeah, you see the halfling, uh, was left, uh, He's just, he's kind of standing there ferrying everybody in. It looks like his leg's fucked How up. How far away from me is he? Uh, let's call it 75 feet. Okay. Well, I have a 35 foot movement, but I'm not even going to use all of that. I'll pull out my light crossbow and I'll take a shot on him. Okay. I miss for sure. It's a 10. Okay. Bolt plinks off the wall. Dump wagon. Uh, how far away are they all from me? So let's call it the same. Call it the same. Because you moved away. Yeah, I'll fire. I'll fire. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll do this because I don't have to move to do it. I will fire a, a fireball at him. Okay. I'm going to peek around the corner, see that there's only one guy left there, and I'm going to roast his chestnuts. Yeah, essentially. Uh, that is a 10 plus 6. Okay. Hey, I love this fucking alchemist. How does alchemist do magic shit? The bottle was great. Give me a fireball. Uh, it's it's just that. It is literally another bottle. It's it's more, it's uh, more of a... You know the the circular one with the with the fucking top on it, and I hold it like a grenade, and I kind of just fucking huck it at him. Uh, that'll hit. Rad. Thirteen. All right. Like his whole his whole side just gets splashed with this fire, and he cringes. He goes, 
You bastards! This isn't the solstice way! Or as Squawk would say, Squawk. Speaking of Squawk, how's Squawk's cocoa doing? Uh, I'm running low on marshmallows, guys. We might have to go back home. There's a soft, muffled explosion. Some of the snow falls from your yeah. roof. <laughs> exactly. Squawk! You can hear, still hear the, the, these dark whisperings of, in a language you don't understand and people screaming as they die. Merry Christmas. Happy who Solstice. Who says Squawk doesn't understand that language? I do. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, Squawk, uh, unsure of what to do, uh, adds a couple more marshmallows, uh, wipes some snow away from his cup. And... I don't know where we selected these operatives. Where did the bird even go? What is he even know. doing at this point in the operation? No idea. What does Squawk do? Do. A land shark is an elusive predator. <laughs> Hard to read where he'll go. Okay, but I'm the god, so where does he go? <laughs> uh, the god has lost track of the land shark. No, no, no. <laughs> no, uh, Squawk, uh, Squawk uh, finishes sipping up some cocoa and uh, rises his head out of the snow to see what's going on. Okay, uh, you see just the black pitch darkness ball. And the screams coming from it. You see a halfling who's just like putting out flames on his coat near a doorway, and everybody else is like running down a long hall that you can see. Ogrum and Dumpwagon are firing crossbow bolts and shit oh. at this guy. Eldritch Blast. Okay. <laughs> uh, so. Just popping up out of the snow in a spray I, of I snow. Have, <laughs> I have two beams, so the first one is gonna go towards the guy that's on fire. Putting out his coat. Uh, that's a net one. Okay. Uh, and that's a 25 on the second one. That's much better. Uh, go ahead and roll damage as, as the next blast takes him full on in the shoulder. He, like, falls fully to his hands and knees from this blast. Uh, that is uh, eight points of damage. Okay. Yeah, he full on falls to his hands and knees. Doesn't look like he's dead, but he's not looking great. It's his turn, and he just sort of crawls through the door and kicks it shut. You guys continue to hear the screams for a moment, but the ball of darkness seems to quiet eventually and now you hear yelling from within the barracks and it doesn't look like they got away from danger from what you guys can hear what do you do Agram drops the arms of Hadar and then he's gonna go over and cautiously with his with his uh, glaive sort of pick over the bodies because he's been told that this Santa Claus shit will like take over somebody else so he's very uncertain about what's happening mm -hmm. um among the bodies you counted like eight people and immediately you noticed that one of the bodies is not there which is weird on top of that you see you find the coat laying there otherwise there's there's a bunch of like gear there's some cheap weapons none of these people seem particularly well armed or or equipped for battle your guess is that the, these people aren't exactly warriors that this might be some sort of other facility or at least they weren't ready for a fight um is any of the gear worth a shit really no okay like i doubt that it, it's any better than yours okay um is that is that coat clearly santa's cloak or coat since i've fought oh him. yeah def it's def it's quite definitely there's no sign of santa in the wreckage of the sleigh the coat is deflated and empty of anyone uh there's no stains on it on it it's pristine uh while he's looking around what do you guys do 
Squawk. So you said there were screams coming from the building? Yes. Uh, I'm going to start heading that way, but instead of, but I'm not going to go in. I'm actually going to pull out another bottle and I'm going to huck it through the door. And I, and it's, I'm going to use a magical tinkering, which is I'm going to imbue a non-magical object and I'm okay. going to use it to emit just a really foul smelling odor to try and get them to come out. Okay. As, as you kick in the door and huck this bottle, um, I need you to roll a dexterity reflex check as a large beast comes galloping out and nearly and 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 is going to collide with you out of the darkness six <laughs> you you full-on get knocked prone you're gonna take 2d6 bludgeoning damage as a giant caribou so you take six damage as a caribou knocks you to the snow it's a fucking you, reindeer, you see mate. a brief flash of its wild eyes as it just fucking sprints for just sprints away from everything Okay, the fuck do they got a caribou here for? Uh, the noxious odor starts to filter out of the place. Squawk, what do you do? Uh, Squawk finishes his cocoa, and uh, you finish it. Uh, it's done. We'll never talk about it again. What the fuck does Squawk do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he puts his mug away in his pack. Uh, he climbs out of the snow, uh, covering it up just in case someone else is, happens to be a land shark nearby and needs a place to rest. Uh, Squawk uh, walks over and meets up with the wagon. The wagon? It's Mr. Dump Wagon. That's his father. Oh, that's fair. It's one word. It's Dump Wagon. I don't have a last name, okay? That's why he... The Wagon. So you just walk over to me? Yeah, I, I, yeah. Squawk has no idea what's it's going like on. It's like a so pimp just... named Slickback. It's one word. You say the whole thing. Squawk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so you're out of combat. Like, y'all gonna go in? <laughs> what do you do? I mean, you were doing it person by person, so I was just waiting for it to come back. I, I was yeah. at first, but now that I've handled everybody one time, what do y'all do? Um, I look over at Dump Wagon uh, throwing stuff in and getting nearly ran over by a caribou, and I watch the caribou. Does it just run into the thing, into the, the, the tree line? Uh, yeah, it seems to. Uh, I pull out a torch, and I, and I say to him, I pull out a... Actually, first thing I do is I pull out my book, and... I, I open the book, and I read from it, and I go, Winter. Winter never quits. And then I close the book, and I put the book back in my pocket. And you then... Just, you gonna, you're just going to read there? You're going to help me up? And then I come, and I help you up, and I... And then I... After I help you up, I pull a torch out and go, Why not try to burn them out? Just looking at this building, you see that while there is a wooden structure to it, the majority of the outside and inside seem to be coated in what looks like metal. It looks like it's a very sturdy structure, like they've coated it in things. Burning it would be difficult. Mm, I now understand. Yes, guy. Sometimes you must take a closer look to see the beauty of the snowflake. And sometimes you should talk faster. I walk through the door. <laughs> Inside, hey, you guys, you you guys hear just more yelling like, "Why aren't you guys doing something? Dear God, somebody do something!" Do we see anyone? Oh my God, what is it? I look through the door. Do I see anything? No, it's just this dark hallway. It makes a right turn further down. If uh, the gnome pushes forward, he sees this. Um. Before, before, as I'm hearing all this yelling, it is slightly, yeah, it is, yeah, yeah. It is slightly worrisome. I paused. For, it's, I paused. Yeah, it's it's slightly worrisome to me. So I'm going to take out a, uh, let's say it's another magical tinkering, 
And uh, it doesn't really do this, but I'm going to hope that you allow me to do so. I'm just going to put a little, like a little metal piece as I'm walking through the door. I'm going to put, a, you see me click a little button on this little round metal thing and you see it start flashing. I'm just going to put it on the door and I'm going to leave it there. And we're just going to leave it at that as I what walk. What is that? A beacon. Okay. I'll, I guess we'll check in on that later. I don't know what that does, but cool. Um, I see one thirty inbound. Things, things, are, things are sounding a little bad. I'm going to try and get us some backup. As uh, as you guys run down the hall, down a long side passage, heading toward gnome screams and what sounds like bellowing animals, you're nearly knocked over by another reindeer that nearly tramples you as you round a corner and come up short as you see a torch-lit horror show, which is a great way to describe hey, our show. Halloween. What the hell's going on in here? It's all this live Inside stuff. is a dirt room with wooden boards constructed around a straw-covered floor. In the center of the manger lies what appears to be an abnormally large, bloated, and screeching reindeer. Its face and jowls hanging under the weight of what you think must be some sort of swelling or venomous reaction. In the corners, three other reindeer cower or kick at the loose boards in obvious panic. As you come to grips with what you see, you notice that beneath the tremendous blubbery body of the beast in the center is another reindeer who scrambles with its front legs, trying to drag itself out from beneath. But as it gains purchase with its legs and pulls forward, you see that its lower half has melted or fused with the belly of the other beast. And while it tries to pull away, you see bloody white hair sprouting from the bloated thing's back, wrapping around the poor animal and drawing it once more closer to itself. Get the flames, viewers! Winter, damn you! Screeches a gnome, snapping you back to yourself as the others join you. He yells again as he continues fighting to rebolt a damaged door. Uh, from another pathway down a hall, a orc shows up with a strange contraption strapped to his back, holding a rod, and he just sees everything that you guys just see, and much like you, just stops. Like he's standing there dumbfounded at what he sees. Roll initiative. It's a real horror show in here. Show. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Alright. Uh, uh, 21. Eight. Four. I'm Mitch today. I'm glad you're me, Ryan, because I rolled a one. Good shit. Once again, Squawk must carry the team. Uh, and, and Mitch, sorry that it's taken so long, but you are going to be here amongst this maelstrom. You are the one screaming for everybody to bring the fucking flamethrower, unless you'd like to be a different gnome. I would like to be a different gnome. Okay, you are a different gnome here. I would like to be a different gnome, uh, and, and I will come in uh, when, when permitted to, I suppose, or now, uh, you, you, depending you, on... You are coming in right behind the orc with the flame spewer. Perfect, uh, that's exactly what I wanted. Yeah, that's... The a, uh, a small, stereotypical Santa's helper outfit gnome is behind the, uh, <laughs> the orc with several scars down his face, a dainty little pointy green hat with golden tinsel trim, a nice, cute little cut bottom tunic over his red velvet slacks and his black leather steel tip combat boots. He carries a two foot long bowie knife in each hand and he screams up at the orc, what are you doing? You're the damn thing. And he reaches up to grab the rod in the orc's hand, depresses the trigger and just starts spraying fire at this hideous abomination. And now you've met Ramble boys. Uh, and, uh, as he sort of reaches up to hit a button, it's Squawk's turn. Uh, Squawk, you take your turn as a giant plume of fire shoots out of the front of this rod and, like, lights up the roof because he was not prepared for that, and it doesn't go where it was aimed at. 
You you are coming from the left in this room. Here, I'm gonna go ahead and throw the map up. Alright, so I'm just gonna go ahead and use this map from uh, the thing, uh, from the original The Thing, done by John Carpenter back in uh, the 80s. Uh, you guys are up here in the kennel, in the top left of this building, which is just, you've come up this side passageway, and to your right is this kennel space. You guys are just to the left of the doorway. Inside this other large room is a fenced-off manger kennel area where the reindeer are and where the beast is, and every all the other people that you chased and the guys with the flamethrower and the new uh, person, Ramble, who the little gnome is standing to the right of this kennel, and they just fired sort of toward the kennel. So you guys aren't in the line of fire unless you move into the kennel itself. Yeah, uh, Squawk's gonna step back, gesture for them, you know, politely to come on in and <laughs> fire this son of a bitch. And uh, he'll just hold his action in case the thing tries to escape. All right, so that means it's gonna be its turn. Uh, so this claws, this thing, um, reaches out with a mass of tentacles and grabs at one of the other reindeer. And then it slams another set of tentacles into the doorway, blasting it open and knocking the gnome who was trying to latch it shut. Uh, everybody, uh, let's say the guy with the flamethrower is going to get attacked. That's a miss. And then another set of tentacles comes at uh, Dump Wagon, but that is also a complete miss. It swipes over the top of you as you duck. And then you see it continue to absorb this other reindeer which is screeching uh, a, a noise that no other no reindeer should be able to make but it's terrified I miss when we did Die Hard or Groundhog's Day oh, oh I don't know what you're talking about this is so so Christmassy god what the hell is that thing it's we don't know um and then it's gonna go ahead and be the guy with the flamethrower who cuts loose finally and lights the thing up with fire the whole room lights up with flame and you see that the thing skitters into the corner in reaction. Now it's going to be, uh, sorry, uh, Ogrim's turn. And Mitch, you're next. Well, every good child deserves a present, I guess. And I reach into my bag and I pull out a bomb, question mark? What kind? Just a bomb. How big is the- It says bomb. What's the damage? Like a grenade? The damage output... I remember there were two distinctly different three, types of bombs. It's a 3d6. Do it. Cool. So I pull out a bomb, and there's already fire present, so I just kind of throw it at the thing that's kind of already on fire. Okay. Does it get a save? Yes. Uh, okay. Dex, 12. Uh, you see that it immediately skitters away into another corner as the explosion happens shards of wall and reindeer because the, there was another reindeer in that corner just explodes um oops <laughs> uh you see that a piece of the antlers just full-on lodges itself into this thing and it hides in another corner and then you see that it takes its legendary reaction and gets very thin like a like turns into almost a soupy form as it starts to disappear through a crack in the wall that's up top near the roof I uh, I then use my bonus action to shift. Okay. What is shifting? Uh, so, racially, I'm a shifter, and specifically, uh, I am a swift stride shifter, which allows me to turn, or to have some cat-like features as I turn, 
into a sort of like a like a lichen. You go more but, feral, but not exactly. Khajiit has wares. Yes, Khajiit definitely has wares now. Yes. So uh, I shift. I get some temporary HP, and uh, I can do some extra stuff. Okay. Uh, some of the extra stuff I can get, I can do is I now move uh, five feet faster, and I can on my, on a reaction move up to ten feet. I'm gonna take the opportunity to move my full forty feet to whatever the other side of that wall is, or as close to the other side of that wall as possible. Whatever this thing is, I'm not fucking around with it. Okay. That's going to put you like right back outside of the front door. You go, you came back, you run all the way back with your 40 foot movement. That's going to make it Mitch's turn. Mitch, as it comes back to your round, sorry, not Mitch, Ramble. Ramble's yeah. turn. As it comes back to Ramble's round, Ramble witnesses this thing as it uses its legend actuary to use its ability malleable form. Because as we all know, Santa can fit down any chimney or through any crack and cannot be held. By such things as simple walls or doorways as he slides through what essentially is like a wall fissure that no one else would get through. And not only does he go, the whole fucking reindeer he's attached to goes with him. As it's the top of your round, you see that what's left of the blown up reindeer and another reindeer that seems to have been melted into a ball of hairy, fleshy lumps are still moving. So it's my round, and there is something to stab. Yes. Good. I thought you would rob me of that. No. I was going to be displeased. No, why would I rob you of this when I'm stepping so hard on Mitch's territory of Eldritch Horror? <laughs> I, I couldn't do be both displeased. of those things to you. Does this orc have a name? Uh, he, he do. His name is... Because I based them all on the odd names from... Uh, they're, they're all plays on the names from the movie The Thing. This guy's name is Paines, spelled P-A-N-E-S. Okay. Go ahead, just throw these in your chat. You found your balls and used the trigger. And, uh... (laughs) Ramble is going to use his fancy foot... Uh, The thing is, how far away is the thing from whatever this mass is from Ramble? Uh, It's only like 15 feet away. If you go through the doorway, you're right there. Uh, Ramble's going to use his fancy woodwork and his rackish audacity, which are two of his rogue features, and he is going to dart in... (laughs) And make a sneak attack with his Bowie knife short sword and an offhand attack with his second Bowie knife short sword before dashing back out. Uh, Jay, this sneak attack is normal and the secondary, the offhand attack is just without bonus? It's without any uh, added damage. Otherwise, okay. it's the same. Okay, no damage. The attack no roll mod. doesn't okay. change, but the damage roll is reduced. Gotcha. And then uh, the sneak attack is damage plus 3d6. Sorry. I, yes. New to rogue. New to rogue. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. It's whatever your weapon attack would be, plus your dexterity modifier because you have finesse. And so the sneak attack is whatever be your four, sneak attack damages, and that's gonna miss. Um, fuck me. And then uh, Sir Ramble moves in for the sneak attack, scores a Mitch, and then he's well, maybe not. Uh, that still is an 11. Does an 11 hit? It does, because this okay. thing is prone and barely mo- mobile. I realize that I'm stabbing a, bl- a puddle. It's pretty hard to miss that, even as a Mitch. Good at what I do, but I'm not that good. 12. Uh, that's going to be 16 damage from the sneak attack. Okay. And 2 damage from the offhand attack. Before Ramble with... Uh, sorry. Before Ramble dashes backwards away, cute little golden bells jingling on the heel loop of his combat boots. (laughs) 
Where Ramble slices this thing open, it splits down the middle and out of the center sprouts a twisted, jagged mass of what look like teeth, but they all have the striped uh, appearance of what looks like peppermint. Oh, God. And that's going to make a dump wagon's turn. Don't worry, boys. The jolly comes later. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a dump wagon's turn. What's dump wagon do? Um... Take a They're dump still... in his wagon. I mean, I'm 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 dumping my wagon a little bit right now. There's mm-hmm. some weird shit fucking going on here, and no one else thinks, seems to think uh, so. Uh, apparently, let's leave. There we go. <laughs> 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 the bird of truth. And uh, I'm going to bad news. Fire my fucking crossbow at whatever the fuck it is that is laying in front of us. Okay. Like I said, there are two. There's one in each. What's left of the one that got hit by a grenade? They're smaller chunks, but they are twitching. Yeah, no, I hate it. Um, I'm going to shoot at the one that's like all fucked up, and I'm going to... Uh, that is a 16 plus 4, dirty 20. Okay, hit. You shot the one that uh, that Ramble hit already? Yeah. Okay. Is it 4 plus 1? 5. Okay. You, it just plugs right into the, the this maw, which just immediately starts eating your crossbow. You also see that some of the smaller lumps of the other one are crawling across the floor and merging with the little or, or with the other one. Oh God! I hate. Can we get out of here? We need to get out of here. What is going on? Uh, it's top oh. of the round. That makes it Squawk. Uh, so Squawk's looking around. He's not particularly a fan of all this. Uh, so he blinks. The spell blink, or yes. just blinks. This is important, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> uh, the spell blink. Okay. So. Uh, Squawk looks at it and goes, good news, and disappears. Okay. <laughs> uh, do you have movement? Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm I moving to leave. Okay, uh, you're following Arvim? He got out of here. You're following uh, I, Arvim then? Uh, yeah. Okay. Retroactively, I am also going out the door, because good God. Okay, every, all the, the party is <laughs> essentially running, uh, except for Ramble, who's not really one of you. Um... That, that the, and also no. not really running. The orc, orc bearing a flame spewer rod lights up everything in the room, thus lighting it on fire. And you see that this seems to work a lot better than the weapons. The weapons seem to have an effect, but Keep in giving the, it the parlance juice, of D&D, Lanza. they seem to be the resistance. In the parlance of D&D, there seems to be resistance. The fire, however, seems to work very well. And the bits in the corner immediately light up and turn into ash. And then the the large reindeer kicking in the corner lights on fire and then seems to finally come to a quivering lump uh, for Ramble. Uh, the rest of the party, if if they follow Ogram, Ogram, what are you doing? You cut you cut around the outside of this building. Correct. Uh, I wanted to see where he came through the, like, I wanted to go towards where it slipped through the wall. Uh, you come around and uh, you're moving fast because you're the shifter, but basically you just catch, as you come around the corner, you see... Just this trail of blood that seems to come out of the grate and then up the wall and then onto the roof. Bothersome. Um, I want to, like, follow it onto the roof, but I also want to be very, very cautious about this. Okay, roll me a stealth and an athletics. Uh, do you guys go with him, or do you guys just kind of come around and, like, watch what he's doing? I kind of well, took it out of, out of uh, combat here. So. I'm, the, I'm in the ethereal plane. Yeah, around. okay. <laughs> so, so it's a nine stealth. Okay. But it's a 21 athletics. 
So, uh, you're not exactly stealthy as you climb up. The icy roof is causing you to have some difficulty, but you do make it up top. Uh, you slide and kick the wall a few times. But by the time you get up there, you don't see any problem. You see a, a melted trail, basically, where blood has been left and the snow has been moved to the side like a plow went through it. And then it goes, like, halfway across the roof and then disappears at what looks like a tiny chimney, like a tiny steam vent of some kind. And you just, once again... It just, the blood is pooled around it, but there's no sign, and uh, it dead ends there. How big is this? Is it big enough for me to possibly put my last bomb through? Uh, it, it is so small that you would have to break this thing off to do so, but it's also made of tin. You think you could. Mm, I think I will. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna go over and just fucking kick it over, because I'm pretty... I'm, I'm not yeah, you, you can. We're not in, like, a combat situation. I It might take a couple kicks, but you, like, kick this fucking thing over, drop a bomb in it, you hear ex- a loud tinny explosion, and you hear some yelling coming from within, but you're not sure, like, where or how. It might have been just people reacting to the explosion somewhere else in their base. Yeah. But you can't fit through this hole or anything, so that's, like... Right. Uh, so I'll just, I'll just move back to the edge and jump off the roof and... Squawk. Squawk appears next to... Bad news. And disappears again. <laughs> How long okay. does that last? A minute. <laughs> okay. Um, so ten, uh, ten rounds of this <laughs> you're gonna have to deal with. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm in sort of a non-round, but we'll 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 go for a minute here. Um, so uh, dump wagon. Yes. Is there anything you'd like to do? Uh, hide. Hide where? I'd like to hide. Uh, what's where? Uh, we're back outside. Yeah. Uh. We like so outside. Just yeah, looking around I, I, I as you come out, there's another building guys. that you guys cut past to get to the back area. There's also the tool shed that you uh, passed when you first came in. Um, notable things: there was another larger building with a set of drums that Ogram came near. There's another shack at the south end of the camp, way past where you first passed was like a lookout tower that nobody seemed to have been in when you passed it. Mm-hmm. And there's also the beaten up sleigh. And what looks like some sort of gnomish plow machine that uh, that was sitting in the yard. Okay, I am going to head for the tool shed. Okay. Ramble. Everything's so burning s- in here. So since I stayed inside... There's a uh, smell of toasted am... marshmallow cookies and peppermint. Yeah, as you said, I'm greeted by the comfortable crackle of burning sinew and the gentle pitter-patter of an odd number of reindeer feet on the tin roof above me. Um, I, I mean, that's already passed. Yeah, you guys did hear, a, 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 a cor- like, the sound of corrugated steel being moved across at one point, but it was very fast. Uh, and uh, you just, you're standing with your your uh, your mates on this place, and they're like, Oh my god, what the hell was that? What just happened? It's not what I think it is, is it? Oh god, no. No, not here. I don't know. I don't know. Ramble just reaches into his pocket and he pulls out one of those short, fat candy cane blunts. He tucks <laughs> it in his lip like a cigar. That's the claws, boys. Let's get it handled. Get it handled? Handle what? What are we supposed to handle? Uh, next to you is just the it absolutely trashed halfling who looks like he's one step from death. Well, you know what they say. 
You better not pout. You better not cry. And I'll tell you why. Because I'll cut your die. pussy fucking throat if you don't shut the fuck up. We're all, right? all gonna die. I'll fucking kill you myself. And Ramble levels both of his Bowie knives on him. You need Jesus. to get your shit together, man. Get to the galley. Throw back some cocoa and pull it up. Pull it it's, together. It is at this point that from the direction that you know to be the the hospital room, the med bay, you hear a loud explosion and Dr. Bear uh, makes a roar and uh, a noise that um, frightens you. Well, not maybe not Ramble, but it frightens everybody else. And they're all like, that came from the med bay. Ramble goes to investigate. Calmly, casually, insanely. See, this is why I told him. This is why I told him the flame spewer was a good idea. See, it's not done, but it's done enough. Um, so as you guys, you and the crew move back toward the me- medical bay, uh, Ogram, are you still on the roof? You left the roof. Yeah, he bailed. Yeah, as, as soon as I, after I dropped the bomb, I just jumped off the roof. Okay. Uh, Squawk, where would you like to reappear? Uh, so, Squawk, uh... So the nice thing about the ethereal teleport is that you basically can move through walls and shit from this. So like you can kind of you kind of get to cheat the whole uh, map at the Squawk, moment. Uh, Squawk is currently contemplating whether or not this is fucking worth it. So <laughs> uh, Squawk will quickly pray to Land Shark. <laughs> okay. Roll and, religion. Uh, <laughs> I crit. <laughs> he knows what he knows, boys and girls. In so. Uh, you have a deep well of faith for this being that you know as Landshark and as any faith. You don't know if he heard you. You just feel it that he does. Uh, and you say squawk with deep salinity and you feel just a subtle vibration even in the ethereal plane, wherever the fuck you are. And uh, you just feel that, that he's he, he'll, he's got your back today. That, like that He won't let you go out like this and you should continue forward. Okay, as I look out <laughs> into the horizon... He did say forward, and Squawk begins running. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this tiny bird ain't fucking around with right. a blob of reindeer. <laughs> Where does he run to? You just say forward. What does that mean? Away? Uh, well, he's away gone. <laughs> he's running. He has, he has... He's full of the dragonborn sorcerer. <laughs> he's out. <laughs> Alright, we'll come back to Squawk. I don't think we're going to. <laughs> uh, and Squawk disappears again at the end of his turn. Okay. So in the interest of sort of getting things to move along, um, we're going to make a minute go by. Eventually, Blink is going to run out. You run for like a full minute away from the, the place. Which direction would you like to take? Toward the lookout? Further into the wilderness? As far as well, you can see, past the place, there's just nothing but ice. It is an empty wasteland. I'd rather take my chances. <laughs> okay, that's where you go. Uh, I, I, I was expecting to kill a fat man, not whatever the fuck that was. <laughs> All right, well, Squawk exit stage left, I guess. Uh, uh, for now, yeah, we'll see what happens. Uh, Squawk's um, running I, I, to the you forest. You keep saying for now. I don't think that character is coming back. Uh, no. <laughs> the problem is Jay likes Squawk. <laughs> That's why Jay likes uh, I just haven't had the chance to kill him yet. Um, <laughs> so, Squawk in the interest gone. of sort of Brother. getting majority of the party, Squawk notwithstanding, into the similar vein and room and communications that the players can play together, do you guys move into the building? Like, a minute has gone by. Do you re-enter? Do you come from another angle? What's your plan? Um, yeah, I'm going to try to move around to another entrance and try through there. Um, okay. When you came in, you saw that there is, 
like three entrances to this place all in the front. You guys came in through the to the east or the west entrance. There's a dead center one as you come through like as you go north toward this building and then there was also one on the the east side just like the west. They seem to be like some sort of airlock. Also you notice that there are these lines tied off to them. Uh th- that uh if you roll intelligence I will tell you what they are. Okie doke. Let's try an intelligence roll. Mm, not good. You don't know what they are. Yeah, I imagine I don't. So just for posterity, my intelligence roll was a four. Yeah, I, I trusted Yay! you when you said not good. Um, so yeah, you. which door would you like to try? Uh, when you went around back, you didn't see any entrance from here. Okay, uh, I'll go through the middle door. Okay. The middle As you come in, you uh, you guys, you don't see anything. You got, You come into what appears to be some sort of dining area or kitchen. It, they seem connected and like there's nobody here. Like a mess uh, hall. Things are in disarray. Yeah, it's like a mess hall slash slash kitchen area. And but you do hear more heated arguing down the hallways. Squawk. Uh actually I guess before Squawk, do you just stick with Ogram Dumpwagon or not? Dumpwagon went to the tool shed. Oh that's right. Dumpwagon goes to the tool shed. What are you looking for in the tool shed, Dumpwagon? Look for a chainsaw. Cut off your hand and attach it. He's got a point. Yes. Let's bring another movie Three into this. Three-way movie crossover? I'm into it. Uh, I would like to grab... Can I Can I just say that Ash versus the Thing would would be a fantastic film? I would watch film. the fuck out of that. I'd watch it. <laughs> I'd, I'd watch 16 seasons of that. Okay. I would. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm right. looking so, yeah, for, any, for anything uh, gas-powered and flammable. I would like to create something horrifying. I will give you any tools you need in the tool shed to make a thing, but you will need to take a certain amount of time to. No, not that thing. I will do so. Uh, you, you to tell me what you want to make. I guess you can go ahead and message me privately if you'd like, and we will. And it'll take, uh, depending on what it is, about an hour. I might make it less time if it's or more if it's like a lot, and I'll warn you. Okay. Squawk, you are running across this tundra when. You come around, you just are just straight up running, and from the east, you see one of the reindeer is barreling at you, trying to cut you off. Uh, I'll wait till it gets close, and then I got a plan. Okay. Uh, we, we won't bother with initiative. Uh, you are prepping yourself, so you go ahead and go first. Okay, as it approaches, because Squawk learned from Bach, uh, I thunderstep. Okay, so you <laughs> blast it with thunderstep. Uh, go ahead and... Roll damage uh, and I'll roll a save. Yeah, I teleport away no matter what, ninety feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so if yeah, so what's the damage? Uh, let me double just spell. Thunderstep. Uh, three d ten thunder damage. Oh wait, a higher level. Oh wait, no, this is my third level. So okay, three d ten thunder damage on a failed save of con fourteen. It 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 failed. So just do that damage. All right. Uh, 19. Okay. Um, you thunderstep I'm, 90 feet further into the wilderness or back toward the base? Oh, no, I'm getting the fuck out of here, buddy. <laughs> okay. Uh, behind you, you see that it, it, like, gets knocked down, but it gets up and it starts chasing after you. We will leave Squawk running through the wilderness away from a caribou. Uh, <laughs> I'm prepping my next character. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, right? No matter how this plays out. I mean, there's going to be at least one more round. That thing moves faster than you do unless you got another spell. Ogrim, as you move deeper in, 
you can hear the sound of Ramble uh, coming into the med area. Now, in the Dr. med area... Dr. Bear, what's the problem? Yeah, You're doc- rolling around like you're out of sorts. Yes, Dr. And inside, you see Dr. Bear. Ramble, you know this. He's a bear. He stands on two legs, and he wears a lab coat. He has a stethoscope. He is yelling in a panicked voice and throwing things around the room. There is otherwise no sign of any danger besides a humongous crater in all of the medical supplies just below a vent. Dr. Bear, what did you do? Look, I don't need that kind of lip from you. You'll make throw me- Throw some fucking scalp- like just a handful of scalpels and shit. Roll dexterity. You'll make me bring you down to my level. You won't like that. Uh, something seems to have deeply agitated, Dr. Bear. Uh, you need to roll a deck save as scalpels get thrown across the room at you. Um, there is no sign of any other problems, just Dr. Bear. Uh, That's gonna be, uh, 25 on that deck save, Jay. Okay, you, yeah, you dodge, you dodge the scalpels. It's a squawk. <laughs> how fucking dare you, how dare you, Dr. This, Bear? This how caribou, this caribou, uh, has bug eyes as you peer over your shoulder the horns are like not acting right they're like wiggling as he runs and everything about him shakes more almost like a bowl full of jelly as he moves at a caribou's speed of 50 feet how fast can you run 30 and i have a 90 feet uh head start on him i mean yeah it's gonna take a few rounds but he is gaining on you is there anything you can I do shoot to- at him. okay <laughs> That's a 25 on the first blast with Elvis Blast and a 21 to hit on the second blast. All right. You just, you just, just big old fucking forced blasted holes appear in its, in its form. It seems to resist some of the damage, but and it just barrels after you, but like a whole section of it fucking flies off. Uh, that was 12 points of damage. Yeah. Yeah. You, it, 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 it's still coming at you. It doesn't. I don't know. It's hard to tell if it's phased or not. It doesn't seem to react well to damage, but parts of it get blown off. You, you can't imagine it feels good about it. You just couldn't let Squawk live, could you? <laughs> it barrels down on Squawk. Squawk, make one more attack roll. One more set of blasts. I crit on the first one. All right. And Do I it, Squawk. rolled a 19 on the second one. All right. And in horror movie fashion, we cut away. <laughs> um... I don't know what happened to Squawk. Neither do they. Go ahead and make another character if you like. <laughs> uh, yeah, Squawk's brother saw a beacon, so he uh, All right. to help out. We're going to bring in those other people. Like I said, at this point, you could be random helper, or uh, Ryan has given us this solid little dumb thing. So, uh, Jeff. Uh, no, uh, I was going to roll a... Uh, I rolled a perception yes and it was 22 using my heightened senses of smell and slightly heightened senses of smell and hearing to kind of figure out oh cool no one no one is no one's being quiet so you can gather a lot of information about what's going on like i said you kind of hear a lot of this conversation down the hallway already fantastic so yeah i'm just trying to see if i can sort out where this thing is because whatever it is i don't like it and i want it dead (laughs) it it spooks Agram, and Agram is not spooked easily. Uh-huh. Therefore, he must kill it. <laughs> oh boy! Sounds familiar. Fair, fair, uh, fair uh, distillation of what's going on. Yes. And you roll. Um, yeah, I rolled a twenty-two. Okay. You hear all of the conversation happening down the hallway between Ramble and what sounds like a fucking bear that he is talking to rather politely for what sounds like a bear. 
pick up your damn scalpels. You're a fucking mess. You're a disgrace. You're making yourself look bad in front of the others. Dr. Bear, I need you to calm down. We have people trying to kill us in the facility, and we don't know where they went. On top of that, we may have a class 5 clause situation. <laughs> have you seen it, Dr. Bear? <laughs> what do you mean, no? What's, why is there an explosion over here? <laughs> also, with your 22... Most importantly, you hear nothing else going on. There's no other sounds in the facility. Then I move towards the only other sounds, and I am freaked out that that's the only sounds in the facility. And now, I continue with I must kill whatever this fucking creepy thing is. Alright, so... Ramble. I'm gonna say that going, a minute goes by again. Ramble's going to use his, uh, one of his abilities. Okay. He's just gonna, oh, alright, 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 Dr. Bat, alright, I'll let you get yourself together, and then we'll, we'll come and we'll discuss things again. And, uh, Ramble jingles faintly as he walks over towards a pile of Christmas decor and, uh, just fades into it with his gnomish ability, which allows me to roll advantage on a stealth check in Christmas terrain. Okay. It's gonna be a 25. Ramble, where'd you go? <laughs> God damn it. Now Ramble's fucking taken off. Aren't you guys freaked out by this? Anyway. The tool shed door kicks open. Stepping out of it is a gnome who now sports a belt rocking three small bomb-shaped things. Uh, we will, I'll tell you like their damage output once you use them, but basically they are what you've requested. Fantastic. After a minute uh, they, of they time are also, in there. Uh, I have, you know, cause you know, I, have, I can infuse shit. So I, they are also enhanced weapons. Sure. Uh, as you come out from the skies, uh, uh, appears a new character. From the skies, floating down, is uh, a champion of the sea bear. Uh, uh, what? Half Aarakocra. Half, uh, <laughs> half brother to both Squawk and Bok. Good guy. Rock. name? Rock. Okay. <laughs> now, you may think it's spelled R-O-C like the bird. Why you would I think that, Randall? <laughs> you, you are incorrect. Why? It is R-A-W-K. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. There is a naming scheme, and their father was very insistent. Of course. Uh, so, uh, flying down. Their father, the chicken? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is it, a father, Chick Chicken Boo? <laughs> chicken Kenku. <laughs> You're not a man. Just wait till I show up as him. He's the final boss. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so he flutters down with his wings, and he looks down over to, uh... Top wagon? To dump yeah. Mike, he goes, Hello, my name is Rock. I'm searching for my brother. Um, he, he, he ran away, I, guess, I think. Oh, well, that's a concern. Yeah, I don't really know what happened to him. I've been in here making these here bombs. Oh, is there something going on? A lot's going on, actually. There's some crazy, creepy monster thing. It's You catch him up. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I, I, I will try to be of assistance. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yes. Let's go. Okay, let us go. I follow uh, what what I assume are Argrim's footprints. Yeah, you, you guys come up behind Argrim because Argrim's not been moving forward. Well, he is moving forward now. At this point, Argrim's moving in. We're wibbly-wobbly with time, but I need you all to get together. Um, Argrim, what do you do? You're coming up on this room behind everybody. I'm assuming something that doesn't involve dialogue and only kicks off more action. Yeah. That's, it's kind of Agram's M.O. Okay. 
Um, roll stealth. N- <laughs> yeah, I'm going to start with rolling stealth. That's a good one. Hey, that's not a bad stealth roll. It's a... 18. Okay. Fuck. So everybody's on pretty high alert, so I'm rolling active stealth, not passive for every... Or active perception, not passive for everybody right now. Of I course. roll a perception of 18, and I add my negative one. <laughs> um, Damn. Immediately as you come around, like you're sneaking around the corner, everybody seems completely oblivious except for the halfling who is just fucked up and has been the one who's sort of been like yelling at everybody that shit is real heavy right now. He slaps the orc's arm, spins, and tries to get him to spin around with the flamethrower and points in your direction. Roll initiative if you're going to do stuff. Oh, well, if he's going to try to fucking flamethrow me, of course I'm going to do Fuck stuff. Fuck yeah, he's going to flamethrow you. You have bombs and shit. You got a real ass. <laughs> he's not sure who you are, but you haven't been nice. <laughs> You're on the naughty list for sure. I'm going to be pulling in 16 on my initiative. I've made it to 13. All right, so good news for you. The guy who did roll an 18 is not the one holding a flamethrower. The one who got an 18 is Dr. Bear, who immediately grabs everybody or uh, grabs the two people who seem like they aren't paying attention and tackles them away from the doorway and out of sight. Ah, and that, that's going to make it Ramble's turn. Well, not out of sight of everyone, just out of sight of people in the hall. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you can see them. You're in the room. Ramble believes that Dr. Bear is the monster. He could be. Ramble believes in conclusive evidence. It's true. And technically, you don't, have any more, you, have, you don't have the evidence that Ogram has, which is to say that it went in here. Oh, yeah, no, that's right. Ramble has no evidence. Just pointing it out. No, thank you. Yeah, Other no, than there was a right. noise and a problem in the room, obviously. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Ramble is going to continue to stealth, but Ramble's not sure why people are flipping out because Ramble couldn't see uh, Algram. So Ramble is going to uh, wait to attack the first thing that looks like the thing. Okay. Or you hold catches your action him to, by surprise. You hold your attack action for a uh, melee attack or a ranged attack? Melee. Okay. Sneak attack if it applies. It would. You're hidden. It it may. There's criteria. Ogrim. Um, this guy looks like he's about to fire on me with a with this fucking flamethrowery thing. One hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I am going to not let him do that. Okay. Uh, I'm just, gonna just gonna implore on the man's free will like that. How dare you? Fuck yeah, I'm going to implore on his fucking free will. Fuck his free will. I don't think, I don't think you're using implore right. <laughs> I, I also don't think he's using implore right. Impede? Neither did you. I'm... Impede. Impede. Impose. There you Impose. go. Impose. That's the, no, Impose like, I said was the correct like, word. No, no, you're, I agree. I also don't think I'm using the correct <laughs> word here. <laughs> we all voted. Argum. Yeah. I think I'm going to charge him. I think that's what works best for me. Or actually, may, how far away from me is he? Uh, he's, he's within range of that flamethrower. You came around the corner, so it's only like a 15-foot hallway. So is he within, like, 15 foot of me? Yes. Okay. Then I'm gonna cast Lightning Lure on him. Okay. It's, a it's a 15 strength save. Okay. And if you fail, you get pulled in a line towards me, and then you take, uh, the damage. Okay. Roll that damage. Ramble... And everybody in the med bay just sees this lasso of pure what, like blue energy, grab him by his waist, and he just gets yanked into the hallway, just disappears. Uh, seven and five, so that's what thirteen? Uh, no, twelve. Okay, 
Uh, this guy was not part of the battle earlier. He seems to take that damage fairly well, uh, but he's next to you now. And that will hurt him come my next turn. Okay. It's his turn then? I mean, I guess. I don't, he panic I don't fires even... that fucking flamethrower in your face. I need you to roll a dexterity check. 19. Okay. So you only take half damage as you fucking just, like, just duck, move move the thing away from your face. The side of your head still lights up with heat, and you take six damage. Six fire damage. Uh, he then... You you sense uh, this, this thrumming noise from the pack that he has on his back. Makes a weird whining sound as he uses it. Now that you're this close, uh, and it looks like it gets, you can feel heat coming off of it. Uh, that's top of the round. Dr. Mm. Bear and the others get themselves up and, uh, they, uh, they sort of, they, they, they start arming themselves with various things in the med bay. Dr. Bear is, uh, moving, uh, over to hide next to Ramble and everybody else. They're all sort of just hiding to the side of the room out of the doorway. Pains! Pains, you okay? It's... It's some 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 fucking cat guys in here, and uh, that's gonna make it. Give him all the juice. Give him the juice. I already did. Uh, do you guys move into the building? Just cover you at the top of the round. Uh, I will move into the building. Yes. Okay. You guys get in and you start to hear this combat going on down the hallways. That's gonna make it Ramble's turn. Yeah, Ramble's just gonna maintain his stealth because I don't have anything that really. I'm gonna run. A, I'm gonna run a sense motive. On uh, on the people over here. A what? Just what's that? An insight. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? I'm yeah, trying yeah. to. F- it's a Mitch just trying to find the tab and can't remember what it's called in Five E. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's insight. Uh, Ramble's gonna run an insight check and see if he can. Uh, if somebody seems fishy over here, not the guys killing each other in the hallway. That's whatever. That's normal. <laughs> it's Christmas. Sixteen. Um, you sense that everybody's acting weird, but they're all very scared. Uh, Dr. Bear is, like, shifting his eyes back and forth. You see the other two just look panicked. Um, I, they don't seem like they're, anybody's acting out of character for the moment. It, it would be very difficult to kind of... Well, Randall's any... not the kind of man to wait for things to happen. Randall with, Ramble with his incredibly high stealth check is just gonna say under his breath, Oh, oh, oh. And see what reactions <laughs> are given. Superfluous dice rolls. Or are they... <laughs> And uh, Ramble is still going to shank the shit out of the first thing that looks like the claws thing. Uh, as you, as Ramble says, ho, 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 uh, the halfling fighter that you know by the name of Stockings uh, turns on you. It's like, it got Ramble, didn't it? It fucking got Ramble. And you see like the other two guys back away from where you're hiding. They, uh, they start pulling out weapons and aiming them your way. They have to beat that stealth check to shoot me. It was like That's 27. Fine. They, 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 yeah, they, they don't know where you are, but like, they knew That's where all. you went. Um, nobody attacks you or anything, but they are moving away from where you are. Uh, Dr. Bear is also shuffling back with them. Um, that's going to make it Argrim's turn unless you do something other than what you did. No, no, no. It's, anything else okay. I do would jeopardize my prepared action and my camouflage. Okay. Argrim. I'm going to pull out a little essence of ether and... Chloroform, that's what it is. You're going to chloroform this man with a flamethrower. Yeah, I'm going to blow it in his face. And it's a 15 con. 
Okay. Fun fact, Mitch's random fact. Chloroform was eventually invented, I believe, in the 1800s by doctors to aid with unruly and discomfortable children. You just give them one small dose and it puts them right to sleep and calms their mind. Convenient. So he, he like, closed his eyes and jerks his head away, and it seems like he swoons, but he rolled an 18 naturally, so it doesn't seem to knock him out. He takes a step away from you and seems to shake it off like he didn't manage to get a good whiff. Okie doke. Uh, I think that's an He's action. Just reindeer at it's up to you. Nothing. That's gonna it's be an to action because to pull it out and like do it, will will it will be like an, a full attack action to go ahead and do that. Okay, cool. Well then, I don't have much else to do. Okay, uh, that's gonna make it. Doctor Bear, uh, starts to like swat at the stuff that you're hiding in. Um. Ramble, and he's like knocking presents and trees. Even though this is a med bay, there's definitely 100% a Christmas tree. Every room has a Christmas tree up in here. Um, he starts knocking shit around and trying to like push the presents over. You see the the halflings like, careful, careful. We don't know what's wrong with Ramble. Maybe we can help him, but he might not be himself. And uh, they're gonna go ahead and roll an investigate check against your thing. They do not find you. I'm gonna give them advantage even, but yeah, no, your your check is very high. Um. Just because there's a bunch of them doing it. That makes it bottom of the round. Pains clicks his rod again, tries to shoot you with the flames one more time. Augram, go ahead and roll a dexterity save again. It whines, it gives off more heat from his backpack, and it lights up the whole hall again. That one wasn't as good. That one's a nine. So, uh, your chestnuts are going to roast on this open fire. You take 14 damage fire and uh he backs into the he backs toward his allies into the room again he he just like slowly 15 foot back um were you within um, melee range of him at the time can i still use a luck point or i was yeah i was 100 you got three of them a day i think yep cool i'm gonna use another luck then 16 okay you'll still take seven damage cool seven I'm much cooler with seven than i am 14 right. you guys come in just in time to watch augram get like fucking half lit up as he ducks away from these flames Roll initiative to to engage in the conflict, and we'll see where you guys land. Hey, well, what are you guys doing? Uh, 16 plus 1. Okay, that's going to put you just after the bear and everybody else. That's going to be Dr. Bear. Uh, what's all this, then? <laughs> What'd you get? Uh, I believe that is a 16. Okay, fuck. It's going to be everybody right in between Ramble and everything else. Uh, you guys can go. Starting with Dump Wagon. Agra, what's going on? Is that the monster? No! Sorry. No, this ain't the monster! This isn't the monster! I know that the monster was in this direction, but I have not seen it again yet. Wait, what? And <laughs> you see that Pains immediately takes the bead off of you and flips around into the room. And he turns over his shoulder. Look, you guys showed up and shit went bad and I will fucking light you up. But if it's in here, then... Uh, Hey, truce. We're here for claws. That's it. Uh, um, I... I can oh, postpone sorry. my vengeance against you for burning my visage. You started it. I think at this point we should just work, focus on trying to get out of here. Let's take care of claws if we can. Just keep, it, keep each other safe for the time being. What do you think? We have a job that must be done. Um, as you guys I think survival forward. is more important at this point. 
You guys move forward, and Payne shuffles away to the other corner of the room to let you guys in, but, like, still get it, still keep an eye on you. And you guys come into the room, and you see a large bear dressed in a lab coat with a stethoscope swatting through a bunch of presents, uh, while a halfling with a sword and his elf friend back them up. And they seem to be trying to find something in this pile. Payne's is like, what are you guys doing? What are you guys doing? Hey, what's with the bear? Oh, is that it's- a bear? I love bears. That's Dr. Bear. Ramble makes his move on the halfling, and okay. uh, he grabs him around the neck with one hand, and he, he's put his Bowie knife short swords away, but he has that uh, that candy cane stogie, which he has sharpened in his mouth into a shank point, and he presses it against the neck of the halfling and goes, If I was the claws, I'd already be drinking you like eggnog from my cup. Calm yourself down. No, you, you let me go, Ramble. Uh, me and you don't get along, and this is this is gonna be the last straw. You understand? Hey, pull it back. Pull it back. The point. I'm I'm already weak. Your point's made. Hey, maybe Ramble's okay, guys. And he's Why like, you're weak. He's. <laughs> you feel that peppermint coming into your veins? Does that make you feel shifty? No, it fucking hurts. Let me go. And uh, Ramble, Ramble, just. Pushes that point of peppermint into his neck a little bit. How's that peppermint feel? Does it feel jolly? Ramble, your name is your name is Ramble. Can you can, can you just calm down over there, okay? I agree, sir. <laughs> I have heightened senses, like not just like when I'm shifted or whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, which the shifting has worn off at this stage, in case you're curious, but okay. not just when I'm shifted. Okay. Uh, and. Would that allow me to potentially, um, like, know the smell of this thing? Roll me a... Just call it a wisdom check. We'll see if you kind of got the scent during the initial conflict. Things went by fast and there was a lot of fire, but... Uh, 17. Survival? You you feel like you got it... Uh, it's, it's fine. Wisdom is a survival check anyway, so 17's yeah, high right. enough. You feel like you do know what it smelled like. Now, your nostrils okay. have been recently filled with fire, so... You, but you don't know if I like you, cleanser. you smell in here something that seems like like familiar from the first conflict, but it's all over the room. It's everywhere. It's not from any particular place. Yeah, it, it is saturated the room at this point. It's okay, hard. Hang to, on. Like, I feel like not... we need to really iron out what the claws smells like. Are we talking like eggnog with extra cinnamon? No, Christmas he, he, ham. He, 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 yeah, no, he definitely mocha. smells like a full on ham dinner complete with milk and cookies at the end and like heavy on the cinnamon on those ginger snaps. You know what I mean? Um, so a hint of peppermint I in the mocha. Intoxicating. Agram, Agram takes a big <laughs> breath through his nose. And then goes, it is, it's in here. Its smell saturates the room. I, I imagine y'all know Claws the best. Is there maybe something that, uh, that might, you know, like a noise or something that might get it to reveal itself? So, the halfling who still has this peppermint stuck to his throat. We, uh... Look, we've never been through this before, but we work for the Claws. And uh, I need you guys to understand that I don't fucking like you or trust you. Since you got here, everything's gone to shit. But if you don't know what's going on, it's going to put us all even in bigger danger. Because you are fucking going to get us all dead or worse. I apologize if I've done any of this. I don't know you. I don't recognize you. He just got here. I'm Rock. This is Rock. But I... He's with you. Okay. 
somewhere in this place, likely this very room, is a being that we call the Claws. Ramble, will you get that thing out of my neck? Not until I'm sure you're safe. There always has to be a Santa Claus, right? That does. Everybody in the room who works the facility. There's got. There's got to be a Santa Claus. There's always a always clause. a Santa Claus. I guess Gary did say uh, that. When that sleigh showed up, we didn't think anything of it. We thought it was just like one of our sleighs. But when we saw the coat, we were all laughing. We were trying it on. We didn't realize. Did you guys kill Santa? Oh no, that would be a terrible thing to do. I most definitely helped aid in his departure from this world. I, everybody, uh, everybody in the room. Oh fuck! I may, I, we, I may have assisted in trying to kill Santa Claus. Oh, fuck! God! Oh yeah, I, no! I, I agree, Doctor Bear. This is dire straight. <sighs> I know. I know. My uncle's a bear. There always has to be a Santa. The elf in the corner's like, there's always a Santa Claus. Whoever kills the Santa, it'll jump into them, and he'll be the next Santa. But the problem is, is in the meantime, Santa is a big, jolly man. And in order for him to become Santa Claus, the Claus has to gain enough mass. What he's saying is, if you look around, we ain't seeing a lot of milk and cookies if your catch is drift. Oh, I have some cookies. Someone who's got the mass. Is what you're saying. As uh, you you say cookies, I need you to roll a perception check. Rock. All of us? Okay, no, just, just him. him. Uh, rocks, decent. You know what? I'll let y'all do it. Fuck it. Uh, 22. 22. Uh, 16. Um, Seven? Wait, no. Four. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I got eight. Okay. Um, so, Ogram and Rock. Rock, you say this offhand comment that you have cookies and you notice two things one the elf has hidden behind the bulk of dr bear and the moment you say cookies dr bear's eyes lock onto yours like railroad straight ramrod hard like a telemundo and he looks at you with like very rapt attention when you say it oh would you like a cookie mr bear (laughs) oh yeah you are a fan of cookies yeah he starts moving toward you Oh, I I also have a couple uh, flasks of milk. If you... hey, 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 guys, this is kind of weird. Do- Bear, is there something wrong? And uh, Dr. Bear reaches out and moves Your forward. Your lucky day. And Rambo Ogram. lets go of the halfling. <coughs> Ogram casts Witchbolt. Uh, as Ogram moves to catch Witchbolt, you guys see that the elf is being tugged along behind Dr. Bear because his shoulder is welded to the back. And... Dr. Bear lunges forward as you catch Wishbolt. Everybody re-roll that initiative. Um, oh, God. And um, first things first, we're going to go ahead and attack at at Rock's outreached hand or whatever. 17. 18. 22. Shit. Nah. All right, so Randall. Wow, so he, he, he worked out exactly the same. <laughs> Not 20. What did you get, Ryan? Not 20. All right, so that's going to make it. Everybody else roll below that, so I'm just going to go ahead and take their action after y'all. But first things first is a surprise round where one tentacle lashes out at Rock. What's your armor class, Rock? Uh, let me double check that. Uh, oh, yeah, 14. Okay, that's a hit. Uh, as this, as the hand just sort of sprouts a humongous mass of nasty, bloody red, red and white hair that latches onto your arm. Uh, that's going to be... A total of 
It's going to be 12 bludgeoning damage, and you are grappled. Oh, shit. Am I able to resist the grapple? Like, On your turn. Oh, I thought... Okay. It's no, it, it's check. just the hit does grapple. Okay. Uh, you are also sucked forward five feet toward it. Not quite, like, next to him, but you're five feet away at this point. That's going to be the start of the round. Ogrim, you were quick on the draw, but apparently not quite as quick as as Rock, who's being attacked, and Dump Wagon. So I while mean, your lightning is, is, skir- is skirting across at the bear, uh, we're going to go with Rock. So now if you want to break that grapple. Okay. Uh, yeah, as an action, I will attempt to break free of the grapple. Okay, go ahead and roll me an athletics or acrobatics check. It's I'll a DC 15. Oh, no. No, no, no. Sorry. It's going to be opposed. Okay. I rolled pretty well. I rolled uh, 18. Okay. He gets a total... Ooh, he got a 19. Oh, shit. <laughs> well, ain't uh, that a motherfucker. Can, uh, is there anything I can do? Can I assist? Because I'm going to do something fucked up on my turn. <laughs> um, I mean, how do you want to assist exactly? You can use the help action on your turn for his next attempt. But that gives up your action. I'm not planning to have a turn after my next turn. Uh, what? <laughs> okay. Oh. Oh, Jesus. Uh, bonus action, though. Uh, I'll Hunter's Mark him. Okay, he's going to go ahead and use his legendary action called Merge Mass. The claws magically attempts to fuse with someone held in their hair tentacles. If a creature is grappled (laughs) by the claws, they make an opposed athletics or acrobatics check. Do it again, Randall. If they fail, you will become restrained. (laughs) What'd you get? I crit, so 24. Oh, Oh, shit. You rolled a nat 1. So nothing happens. Uh, In fact, you pull further away. Uh, If you get just straight up three successes, you will break free every time he attempts. So it's basically going to be the first two, three, f- uh, like a death save. Got it. But that's uh, that's a big fail on his part. And now it's so uh, dump wagon. Hey, are you gonna are you gonna hey. hurt dump wagon? Because I'm gonna I'm, be sad. I'm gonna hurt. Hey, so a lot of people so just, if they don't get a good dexterity roll. Right do now. it. Do it. Yeah, do it. Just what? don't yell anything too controversial when you do it. That's my only. <laughs> no, as uh as I see all this happening, I, I'm gonna yell out to everybody. Get get out of here as fast as you can, and I'm gonna take the two oh, bo- little bottles at my side. And as I'm, okay. and I'm going to sprint toward the creature. And, okay. Oh God. And as okay. I get to said creature, yes. maybe people should start rolling. Uh, I'm grappled. Uh, uh so I, I can right, right, So I can say that you hold this action. I'm guessing you're turning yourself into a. a yeah, you can hold your detonation, right? Yeah, cru- <laughs> we'll call no, it a crusade. Do it. No, don't hold it. Fucking do each, it. Let's all right, go. Each, Let's each creature within five feet of that point must succeed on a DC 12 dexterity saving throw or take 3d6 fire damage. Okay. And that's okay. It's plus one because they're fucking enhanced weapons. <laughs> All right, I succeeded. I mean, you rolled with two of them, right? Uh, I mean, there's one on me, so it's gonna be three. He's kamikazing. Yeah, I'm happen? gonna. It's three d six each. All right. Well, <laughs> um, plus one on two of them, I guess. Are we within five feet of him? Uh, yeah, Agram, within five feet. No. I think everyone just cleared that, Rock. except for the poor elf on the back. Fuck that guy. And I don't think I made it, so rock. I, I roll. I rolled yeah. my save. Ever, just, I mean, yeah, just roll, roll over a d12. Yeah, rock the elf away. on the back and Doctor Bear are all definitely in this because a five foot radius isn't too horrifying. I mean, it's a five foot radius, okay. but there is three of them, so yeah, <laughs> I'd yeah. say maybe fifteen. 
I need to manage. I need to manage four sneak attacks because I re I pre-rolled my damage, and on sneak attack number four, I max out at twenty-eight. I need I need that opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, um, everything explodes. Uh, um, wait. As I'm running toward this thing, I whisper. I'm like talking under my breath. I'm so sorry. I I beaconed you into this, Laryl. <laughs> I didn't know what was gonna happen, and I run toward the creature and I take my two glass bottles and as I get up into its face, I smash them together. Okay. Creating this explosion. All right, roll Go. fire damage. I'm hoping so to take this thing out before Laryl can arrive. Okay. Laryl, so, if you need to know, is a, is a hybrid of the names Larry and Daryl. Good to uh, know. So do you die? I or is this going to be really funny? I love you, Larry. <laughs> How much damage is this? Yeah. A lot, probably. Oh, I should roll for that elf. Uh, I'm probably taking half, but I gotta roll for my concentration. Okay. Sounds like it's 96, so fair amount of damage. Yeah, it's gonna be a bit. Yeah, I'm definitely dead. Watch Ryan pull like four ones, two twos, and a three. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I need to. It does seven damage. Pulling up a roller for this one. Yeah, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of dice. Pulls up 12 damage on nine dice. <laughs> I'm doing 39 damage. Oof. Yeah, as as I as I smash the bottles together, I whisper, "I love you, Laryl." <laughs> you said thirty nine. Thirty nine. Okay. Okay. I take half of that. Oh wait, it's no, forty one, because you know two of them are plus one. <laughs> oh, oh okay. yeah, that's true. God damn it, that was beautiful. I loved it. <laughs> Is Rock alive? Yeah, Rock's alive. All right, uh, thirty nine damage, one hundred percent engulfs and kills the elf. Um. Dr. Bear's hair completely burns away, and standing there is a naked bear, and if anyone's seen one of those, that's terrifying uh, on its own. But this one is uh, growing white, fibrous, blood-covered hairs. The smell of peppermint and cookies gets very strong as the skin starts to peel away and reach out to grab at everyone in the room. It did not kill it. It didn't even seem to make much of a dent. A man walks up to the camp in the distance and hears an explosion. Oh no. Laryl! Oh, <laughs> Laryl, someone's got to tell him. Hey Tavern Goers, thank you again for joining us for another adventure on Torchlit Tavern. Hopefully you've been listening to us up to our finale, but if not, you can find a summary of the story so far after episode 101. If you're looking for other ways to listen to us, you can find us on any podcasting service. Don't forget to rate, like, and review. It helps so much. We have no designs on any vast empire, but the more you help, the more we can share our small, silly story with others. If you wish to reach out to us, you can contact us directly at torchlittavern at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter. Jeff can be found at big underscore J underscore the bad man. Randall can be found at Argo Omega. Mitch can be found at Bane Armory. Ryan can be found at Ryan SCB Santos. And I am at Agent Beige. Our theme song was written and originally performed by Mason Santos. Sound effects used are from freesound.org with additional ambience from Sirenscape. Additional music used in this episode was from Incomputech.com, used under the Creative Commons license, Attribution 4.0. The songs used were Junkyard Tribe, Harmful or Fatal, 
Scissors, The Complex, Red Letter, Interloper, SPC, X2X, Unseen Presence, and Hush. This episode was edited by Ryan Santos and Jameson Oxford. Thanks again for listening, and don't forget, Heroes is boring.